Crusaders and friends, welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, the dedicated Ashes of Creation podcast, now running 35 episodes strong on this day, where our dedicated Pathfinders venture into weekly episodes discussing theorycrafting, game updates, community uh, conversation, your questions, and news on all things related to Ashes of Creation. Um, I want to give a special shout out, as always, uh, here in trend with our, our new theme, uh, to all of the Patreon supporters over there, all of our patrons over there, and to uh, all the paladins here of the Crusade. You guys are the reason the uh, Crusade gains its inspiration each week and drives forward. Um, I want to go ahead and get started by uh, welcoming once again my co-host Daedalus. Welcome, Daedalus. Hello, sir. And we have a special guest today joining us for our third this week, uh, Zeke the Phoenix. Welcome, Zeke. How you doing? So today's a pretty awesome episode because uh, we've got a lot of new information to have a conversation about. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, so we had a live stream that took place this past Friday, and um, there were a lot of really uh, great things that were shared. Uh, the main thing I want to point out that I thought was pretty fantastic was the fact that uh, we got Margaret on there, and we got to kind of see how she functions a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think last week... Daedalus and I had been talking and we were saying how, look, she was just kind of making her rounds and really, really kind of popping her head in places and letting people kind of, uh, you know, get familiar with her and everything. She's been doing tons of Q&As on the Discord and um, Reddit. Um, and then during the live stream, she did a hell of a job keeping things just really on track, keeping things organized. Um, kind of felt like she was momming the the other uh uh, with Jeff and uh, Steven and it was really good too because you know you could really you could really see her take the lead and they were like yes lead us and it was really awesome what were some of your guys' thoughts about the live stream generally speaking I mean I I think just to echo what you said I think the live stream was pretty well organized um I hope I don't jinx it by saying this but there was literally no audio issues right. <laughs> so that was that was great um and I really liked the level they discussed the, all the castle siege details uh and frankly i'm sure i'm not the only one i was glad to see the focus mostly for the stream shift away from the br side of the house i know we've had a lot of communication around that lately because of all the testing that's involved and definitely agree that it's you know it's good that um, they're testing that mode but it was nice to talk about castle siege it's kind of one of the modes that i'm really particularly excited about and i'm hoping um that we do get a definitive starting date on that uh as well so yeah i mean i think overall i think the the stream was good um i think in terms of things that i would like to see um we talked about this before the roadmap i think would be great um just to see that in a future live stream hopefully in the next one and I thought what was particularly helpful was the fact that Margaret ahead of time reached out to the Phoenix Initiative, reached out to content creators to get a their feel on what questions we should be um, hearing ahead of time so that we didn't get, you know, primarily a rehash or a softball type of questions like we'd mm -hmm. seen in the past, you know, because just for, you know, because of timing, et cetera, there wasn't a lot of pre-planning for that. So I think the Q&A definitely felt like it was improved from previous streams. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Zeke? What, you have any feedback for yeah. anybody? Ever since she came in, like, it's been a lot, a little bit better. Uh, she was really fast to answer, like, any ads that I had to her. Like, she was saying how they're going to kind of try to beat up the... Uh, like the MMO announcements or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was really nice to hear because that's been like a huge point of uh, point of conversation for everybody right now. Yeah, especially with the VR. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think she's, uh, you know, I know this uh, past weekend, uh, we're going to talk a good bit about, you know, Conquest here on episode 35 is actually really all about castle sieges about the next phase kind of coming up. Um, wouldn't be doing a service if I didn't talk about this past weekend. Uh, one one thing I got to say about this past weekend before we get start digging into things. I got a couple things 
and I told the guys I got a couple things I got to get off my chest. If you guys were watching my stream last week, probably on Tuesday, Wednesday, it probably probably heard me vent a little bit. You know, zero fucks given. That's kind of the way I roll. It's not like I'm out of place here, out, off off base or out of line. But I feel like I would would you know it doesn't do me any good to keep things to myself and to not actually share the things that are pretty consistent and serious concerns at this point in time. The, but first, I want to say another positive, which is this past weekend's live stream. Margaret literally hung out on my stream a good chunk of yesterday, which I streamed a lot this weekend. I mean, any, any of you guys were around, it was like, I mean, pretty much when I wasn't sleeping, which was very little, I was streaming Ash of the Creation. Um, I was grinding out those levels, getting some tasty kills, got to run with a lot of people, a lot of viewers, a lot of people in Virtue, other content creators. I got to run with people that were just hanging out in chat. It was a lot of fun just kind of hanging out with people, getting to play with other people and all that. Um, you know, uh, and and I got to say the performance was phenomenal in comparison to the last testing period we had. I mean, I think, I mean, I will say that from beginning to the end of the, uh, to the end of the uh, weekend, I would say it was definitely smoother and crazy high FPS like Friday when we started compared to like Sunday. But uh, overall, aside from things they need to work on with, as far as like weapons and skills and stuff like that, I feel like the game is that time that we didn't have playing it was, I mean, they made some drastic changes to performance and optimization, hands down. But I just got to say that now I'm going to talk about another thing. This has to do with the Ashes of Creation Discord. And I'm hoping that Margaret or the team sees this and it might strike a nerve. And if it does, I'm sorry, but keep in mind that I'm saying this with the utmost respect and and strictly because it's a problem that needs to be addressed. It has been for a long time. I'm trying to understand why we have volunteer moderators at all. Keep in mind, I like I don't know mo most of them that well. The ones I do know, I think are really cool people. This is not an attack on them whatsoever, but if someone ats me in Guild Diplomacy, big fucking surprise, I know it's a toxic ass channel. You know, why would you pay attention to it? Well, if someone ats my ass in the middle of my day and I go to check it going, okay, so what's up? And they're like, just, you know, end up getting into some pissing battle with me for absolutely no reason whatsoever, aside from just to be toxic and then start to start to use extremely derogatory language and what could be somewhat considered hate speech, um, depending on the demographic. If you've got a set of rules on your Discord and they say, this is the behavior we expect, okay? And then you have someone exhibiting the behavior uh, that they don't want you to exhibit, right? The problem, problematic, hateful, toxic behavior. And then I DM the moderators that are on and the one that hits me back, she says, essentially, she can't do anything about it and just wants me to give her information I take to her fucking moderator meeting. Uh, you can't be a pacifist and a moderator, number one. I know. I've, I've moderated a video game Discord before. I've actually done that, right? You can't be a moderator and a pacifist, number one. Number two, if you've got rules, that's kind of the job of a moderator is to ensure that people are adhering to the rules. And if they're not, you tell them, hey, you need to do that. She didn't even go... And tell them that they needed to, hey, play nice or anything. Didn't even say anything kind. Uh, completely chickened out or whatever and said, well, I can't do anything because I basically wasn't there. Then what the fuck is the point in having a, a volunteer moderator if you've literally got to be present to witness this to moderate it? Even if I, I have screenshots of evidence, that's not enough to hold someone accountable. Now, I can ignore some of that type of behavior. But I think about, you know, kids or people who have really low self-esteem and stuff like that. I get it. I get it. It's not your job to ensure people's mental health is like taken care of. But if you've got rules and you want people to adhere to those rules, you've got to hold people accountable. Otherwise, that's very hypocritical to me to say, do this, but you can do this if you want, but we're not going to do anything because we weren't there. Like, well, what's the point of you even existing in that role in the first place? That's my pitch. If you got somebody in a role to handle business, they need to fucking handle business, man, right? Because I got thick skin and I can ignore it. That's fine. But if I come to you and you basically are telling me it's not your problem, 
where you can't do anything, right? Then why are you there? That's all I got to say about that. I feel like that's something that I need to look into that needs to be addressed. And I've said my piece about it. Um, if you want the discord to get cleaned up and for people to actually check it instead of going, I'm not going to be on that garbage. Maybe you ought to do something about that. And if you got people in a position to do something about that, maybe they should be doing that duty. It's their duty. And I'm going to leave it at that. So we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, not, not so much like the discord, but I, and we already mentioned that a little bit, uh, Delivery of the live stream. There's one thing I want to point out. I want to get your feedback on the live stream about this particular point. Um, Daedalus and I did have a conversation at the last uh, the last uh, episode, and we were talking about how uh, we were really hoping to see goalposts. And I could have swore, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't go look and see where I found it because, quite frankly, I haven't had time. But I could have swore I saw Margaret say something about during the live stream we were going to get, like, in a timeline or a goalpost for stuff. Maybe I'm just making that up in my head or hoping for it, or maybe I'm just hoping for it and that's all it is. But I am, my one letdown is that we didn't get some kind of goalposts other than what we already know. Like when is uh, the biggest question was that video looks cool. Um, but two things people kept saying was, well, why don't we get to see any of what the fighting looks like? Cause we're seeing like essentially, uh, assets tossing shit at the keep, right? And the keep looked cool. That's technically the third castle we've seen, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Um, keep looked cool. But there's that, and where's our timeline? People wanted a timeline. They wanted to see more of the combat of that mode, aside from just, you know, an image or set of images and screen panning over the horizon of all the stuff that's, you know, tearing it up or whatever. Uh, but people wanted to see some timelines, and we didn't get the timeline. So there are a lot of people that were let down by that. Um, I'm kind of sitting here going, when are we getting a timeline? We need a timeline. And that was something that in the past week before the live stream that was stressed by the community and was, you know, responded to. Was responded to uh, by the by them saying, you know, this is something that we know you guys want. We're going to really do a good job of getting on this. feel like that's something that didn't happen. What do you guys think about that? Zeke, you want to take this first or um, either way, I'm okay. Um, I think I do remember them talking about a timeline. I don't think it was supposed to be for this next stream. I think it was something they said was coming in the coming couple of weeks. Um, so it might've just been like a, you thought it meant next stream instead of next week or whatever. So maybe it's coming next week or this week, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I we, we're hearing something in the chat, and that's yeah. what I recall, too, and what you're saying, Zeke, is that it was coming. I don't know that there was any specific kind of ask mm -hmm. um, that uh, Maggie had, had mentioned other than she was working on it. That's kind of one of her kind of major items on her to-do list is All to right. kind of get something out there. Um. I mean, that would probably be what I think was missing from it. I think overall, if I had to rank this stream compared to some of the more recent ones, it felt like it had a heck of a lot more information mm -hmm. than the others. And there was a lot more details and it was really well organized. But again, I think where we have a lot of drama and I'll talk a little bit about that kind of later on as we get through some of our topics, but I cool. think that would really do a lot to quiet some of the drama around what's going, um, what's been going around regarding the BR and the misinformation yeah. that some content creators um, are putting out there. I think the roadmap would really help. Um, as far as like the castle siege stuff, I mean, the video was for what it was, right? Which was an environmental showcase. It delivered. In Absolutely. My yeah. Um, you know, one thing that I will um, always believe is in the talent that this team has, especially in terms of our environment. I mean, you've got some really heavy hitters there that always deliver. So I think the quality was there. They continue to showcase that amount of work. But I do feel like 
some gameplay. Um, and what's interesting is they showed gameplay before right, from yeah. Siege. Yeah. But they didn't show it with this map, which I found a little... I mean, it just felt a little out of sync. Like, you would think we would get, like, an environment thing before, and then, hey, now we're showing gameplay. Um, but I, I would have liked to have seen some actual gameplay with the class kits um, that they talked about. I think that would be cool to see that. And I think the other thing that I liked, and, and maybe this is more around the class kit discussion, but I would have liked to have seen the visual that they showed filled out with the actual abilities that they were talking about because I felt it a little difficult to follow on the stream. Oh, yeah. um, what they were talking about and like and what I heard was cool. Don't get me wrong, right? right. Um, and we'll get into that a little later on. But I I felt like I was spent more time like heads down in notes, you know, than I was actually listening. And it took me like watching the stream again, looking over the notes that, you know, some other folks in the community had taken down just to really have it all sink in on what actually was shown on the stream. So that would be to me where, you know, tweaking for future, like, hey, let's publish a little bit more so people walk away with you know something definitive from the team on you know what you know what the abilities were but um and and obviously like i think what we mentioned here you know we would have liked to have seen gameplay in addition to a really cool environment which like i said these these guys know what they're doing with the environment that much is clear yeah so, I kind of mm -hmm. realized that like we saw more of that at PAX, like way back when, like the whole like battle going up to the gate or whatever. So then now we moved into the environment preview thing and it was just the animations of the catapults firing, just like that very first video, or I guess it was like kind of like the third cinematic video or whatever that they've had where there was like the rogue sneaking into the city to take oh, the yeah keystone thing it's like the same animations were playing and i was just i'm a, i was pretty underwhelmed with that part of it so i was like you know that was a big uh note i made it was just they really need to start just showing gameplay skip a lot of the fluff stuff mm -hmm. or at least follow up with the fluff with actual gameplay so people aren't freaking out as much because that's the biggest thing right now is everyone's freaking out that they're not continuing the MMO. Right. I mean, it's like, as somebody who's worked in the industry, yeah. they are definitely still working on the MMO. Right. Like, they, this, this, the stuff they're doing right now, APOC doesn't take that many people. It's way less effort than people think it is. It is. It's pretty clear that they're just holding their cards to their chest and are just waiting. Yeah. But I think we kind of do that a little, a little bit of um, leeway because holidays like this holiday clearly they you know they probably had a lot more people going on vacation than they're gonna let go next year because next year's the better i mean this year i guess yeah, technically, yes, uh this year's gonna be the long so i don't think they're gonna get to take those three-week vacations <laughs> you know mm -hmm. yeah i think uh you know and just to be fair too you know i mean part of the being having some constructive criticisms here is, you know, I like to give some kudos and props for whenever they're really rocking it too. But I, I you know, I got to say like, look, I, I was partnered with a game studio, a very small game studio that was creating a BR called Fractured Lands. And that game, I mean, I worked closely with the devs for the time that I was doing it. It was a very small team, like probably people that actually we're in charge of the actual games development and construction of assets and the, you know, the backend data and all that maybe the main people on like one to two hands. I mean, so you don't, you don't need a lot of people to make a BR. It's a true statement, hundred percent. So, you know, for them, you know, a lot of the people that are creating assets I and mean, you got to think the stuff that's in the MMORPG that they're using, they're just taking the stuff that maybe someone else created for the MMO and going, okay, it's a hodgepodge, right? And that's one thing I noticed about the class kits too, is people keep in mind, this isn't the MMORPG, right? This is a pre-alpha testing environment for the MMORPG. It's gonna be a standalone product. I mean, we've gone through all this before. 
but these class kits, you know, I feel like they're kind of like this merging of the the classes that we're going to see in the MMORPG mixed with what we've seen a taste of in the action combat style uh, of of the BR currently, where you've got these action skills that are tied to armor, whether it's the legs, the boots, the um, legs or boots, and chest pieces, and your weapons. Um, and uh, so I, I think it's important to kind of keep some perspective here when when people are all like getting really critical about the MMOs not happening. Well, you're looking at this small snap, snapshot, dude, out of, of this massive picture that that's happening. And the small snapshot is this little module, this this standalone product that they have. And quite frankly, I didn't think I was gonna miss as much as I did when it was gone. To be to be fair, um, but I will say this. We need to get to castle sieges quickly. Mm. Um, I still think there would be people playing the BR, uh, you know, that that game mode and everything. Uh, but I, I will say that I feel like the game is going to get a lot more attention the minute we get to castle sieges. And the reason I'm going to say that is tell me a game right now. Tell me a game where you can get on and you can queue up for a match of sieging a castle. Yeah, it's basically just maybe the Camelot Unchained beta. <laughs> yeah. Or sort of BDO, but not like quickly, and it's definitely exactly. not going to do all the time. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, it's very limited um, on Camelot What's and that? Chivalry Medieval Warfare? I'll have to look at that yeah, one. Yeah, there's that game too, I guess. There was something rather. Oh, I'll, yeah, look, no. I'll look that up. Thanks for the feedback, dude. But the thing is, is like, you know, this one, this, this will get a lot of attention, right? It'll be unique in that it will be something very different than what's out there. And it's going to be part of the same game, Ashes of Creation Apocalypse, as this BR that people have been playing. There's going to be that. Then there's going to be the horde mode, right? And so to clarify some of that, like the castle sieges uh, were taking a keep. In horde mode, you're fighting off these corrupted creatures. So that's working on the monster AI. They also mentioned in the live stream that it's also going to be really helpful to them because it's going to be them being able to test world bosses out. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be how they, how they maybe create new world bosses, test them here and then throw them over into the MMO and not have to impact that world, I guess. I don't know what all that back end stuff looks like, but it's pretty cool to know that in horde mode, we're not just fighting off a bunch of, mobs we're actually going to get some like bosses and stuff that could be pretty significant i mean i could imagine some cool bosses maybe we'll get to see some of what those are before we ever get to alpha one i don't know but yeah i kind of hope we get some like previews on like yeah models and stuff yeah yeah i mean i'm sure models and abilities they already talked on the stream right they could swap out abilities just to see how they play right in a raid mm -hmm. environment Right. And at the end of the day, right, Castle Sieges is as close to direct parallel to what the MMO will deliver in a future as we've had. Right. And that's no, again, no disservice to the team. I think there, there are over 100 people working on this project. And growing quickly right? now, too. And exactly. And growing quickly. They're building out a community team, which is kind of another, I would say, great, you know, thing we got to hear on the stream. But they are they are working on this, and I think a lot of it they're really focusing on polish. In in my opinion, I feel like this is maybe an overcorrection of where they were a, a year plus ago when they started showing some things in an MMO type of setting, and they got some negative feedback. And people were like you know, even though they messaged a lot about it being placeholder and they were testing things out, I think they got some. While well, the fun factor was up there, right? They've got a lot of feedback on, you know, and, and I think that that feedback maybe threw them for a loop to say, hey, you know, we kind of really push this out there. Let's maybe not make sure things are going to be in their, I don't want to say final state, but well enough along where we're not going to have to backpedal in terms of features because something just doesn't work out. Um, so I, I kind of get where they're coming from, um, but still, um, knowing that this is an iterative process, I, I would like to see in some form or another, 
even as a CC or even as part of the PI, right? Is there something we can see in addition to what we've seen in like say an alpha zero right. that really kind of gives us something to hype to people, right? I know with PI, you can't really share that, but yeah. anything from a content standpoint yeah, we can. that we can start communicating to say, here's where they are in their roadmap. This is kind of the, you know, these are the core systems. This is kind of generally where they are, right? In terms of percentages, right? Rough percentages would mm -hmm. be fine, right? I don't need a full detailed roadmap that's itemized and everything, but I would like to see a little bit more than, hey, we're starting off on Q2. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not working at it. Clearly with 100 plus people, they're doing a lot, right? It's just a lot we don't see yet. Right. And I think patience, um, you know, from a community standpoint, people's attention are kind of ADHD right now. There's a lot happening in the space. 2019 is going to be a very big gaming year. Yeah. I don't want Ashes of Creation to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So we do need to start, like you said, pumping out that content, getting to Castle Siege, because that screams MMO. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you not only me personally, but people within my guild community that I interface with and the Ashes of Creation community, how excited everybody was um, about this stream that came up because we yeah. were talking about something other than the VR mode. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, again, I, I think the team is really heads down. I think communication has improved. I just think now we really need to fast track it as this community team gets on, really start publishing those bigger picture items so people understand where we are in the process. And those that haven't maybe been following it from the start kind of get a better sense of, um, you know, where the project is at so they can also get hyped and we can continue that kind of build that community that started when the Kickstarter mm -hmm. or start really kicking the high gear when the Kickstarter um was out there yeah and i think uh like i really do think though genuinely like if we can get to a point where and i'm gonna respond to tarlik too man i know you had said uh you know don't push it out too quick because you could lose people too i totally understand that i totally agree with that um mm -hmm. but you know uh, alpha one slotted for spring and for me if we hit that that goal post regardless of where apocalypse is that i'm gonna be happy because the perspective that i'm looking at is that thing can be wherever the it wants to be right it doesn't even matter to me where that's at as much as where the mmorpg is at if the mmorpg is like on time and things are going according to plan and you know maybe there's some delays or whatever like that that's cool but you know one thing i think is important is like let's see some more of the mmorpg world let's see some more about the races let's see some more about the lore and one thing that Margaret's made mention of in the Discord, too, is mentioning, like, you know, they're she's going to get ready for some posts and um, be posting different stories. And I'm assuming we're probably going to start to get some lore in the future, probably going to start to get some of those things that we want to see more of. Um, but again, the game was smoother this weekend uh, on the live stream. They delivered from the perspective of that looks really good. We got to see new keep. Right. Like I said, I was looking over some of the. Uh, past live streams and other other video footage recently. And I was like, you know what? Technically, I'm seeing three different keeps. I actually have seen three different keeps on on different videos. And I didn't realize I had seen more than the two, the one in the BR and the one that we saw on that, on the live stream that they kind of like let us see getting sieged. But um, let's go on ahead and I don't want to, you know, linger too long kind of talking about a bunch of random different things. So let's kind of get on to talking about these class kits a little bit, okay? So the, Arch, the Archwizard, right? This is essentially, they talked about these in, in kind of segments of two each. Um, I would have liked to, like I, I think what you said, Daedalus, was like, if that has been a little bit more organized, I feel like it's You have entered the realm of the light, righteous um, crusader. Welcome to the crusade. Hey, Digital Prowler, thanks for that, man. Thanks for the follow, dude. Um, I will say this, though. Like, they separated them into different segments and they gave us some good information. I think what would have been good was to have that kind of like, bullet pointed on some slides or something like that you know what i mean that probably could have been really helpful 
Um, actually, if I remember correctly, I think it was when they moved into the new room where they had the background, they had the table and the chairs. If you guys remember that that live stream, I don't know if you do or not. Maybe I'm just a little, but I remember that they had bullet points kind of overlaying uh, like the top left as they were kind of going through. It wasn't, you know, they were clearly kind of like getting their getting their feet kind of on on fresh soil there, getting started. But they were kind of trying to outline things. I think that that would have been a great time to pop up a little, uh, you know, some bullet points and kind of made that a visual representation so people could have followed it better. Um, because I had to go Move back into and the realm of the lights, righteous that. crusader. Welcome um, to the crusade. So we're going to talk about these classes. They did them in two sections of two. Hey, Alpha, thanks for the follow, man. Um, so we did the arch, arch wizard, which was, they said, damaged armor. So I found this a little interesting. And they said Hawkeye, which is the damages health, um, and which tells me that maybe that's like kind of an um, armor pen, physical pen kind of class kit. Uh, then they had the Guardian, and of course that was kind of the you know close to what we saw with the tank in Alpha Zero, which was like kind of has a spear. Um, then we have the Weapon Master, kind of keep. They said they keep the HP full. Um, they're kind of a disruptor, um, but man, that the uh, Weapon Master seems like it's going to be a bit of a problem. <laughs> like <laughs> it's the spin to win. It's the um, it's the ground pounder uh jacks everybody up when he leaps in there it screams warrior to me um we have yeah, the I think it sounds like mm-hmm. a fighter fighter combo to me right i think that yeah. was what yes mm-hmm. so i'm gonna get your guys to take on this a second while we're doing that i'm gonna pull up the uh i'm gonna actually pull up the post on the class combinations or you guys can do that too while we're doing this here but um then we got the high priest right which which this was actually kind of interesting to me uh, they said that it's going to, you know, be what helps to keep people's HP topped off and stamina as well, which I was like, interesting. So that's a little bit different, right? They also said that mana is not going to regenerate like stamina does in the castle siege mode, right? So, and you're not going to be able to just go like pick that up either. Like there's not going to be like mana, uh, you know, shards or, or bottles on the ground that you could run over like in in the BR just kind of run over it, pick it up automatically. Like you, you lose your mana, you're out of mana and you're going to have to like actually use. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Alpha supports are going to help you with the mana. So they said the mm-hmm. engineers on in control of mana. And, exactly. Uh, health, or what's it, yep. mana and armor? Yes. They said, uh, yeah, you can repair, repair armor. armor. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and they can repair armor or help to regen mana. They are the ones that deal with obstacles, walls, and gates, etc. And then, um, yeah, so that gives us, what, six. So what do you guys think about this? Like, any part of this sound like a problem? Any of these, any of these class kits sound like maybe they might be a bit of a problem for them to implement? Uh, or just any thoughts in general? Because I know that there's a lot of those classes there to look at. Yeah, so I've got a couple things about, like, the support classes. Cool. So, like, the cleric... Um, it's nice to see that, well, for the cleric and I guess a couple of the other ones too, mm-hmm. that they've already started working on new animations and new skills. They just need to show us those. But um, it's nice that they're already having some new uh, animations and abilities in there that we didn't see in the VR. Um, and then for the engineer, the engineer, like I kind of said earlier before we started recording, like kind of kind of weird that we have a class that's not going to be in the MMO. It's going to be more likely to become an artisan class of some kind that you would maybe bring along into the uh, sieges and stuff. Just be like, all right, this is your job. Blow the door. Right. <laughs> it could just be, you know, anyone. But I feel like that later on that that's actually going to be a little bit of a confusing point for people who maybe don't like you know, don't start with the MMO as their, like, main source of information. Mm-hmm. They may come into the APOC and be like, oh, look at it. This is a cool class. Engineer, blah, blah, blah. And then they go into the MMO and be like, where'd it go? <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see whether they can make it clear that that's not, you know, not going to be how the MMO is going to work entirely. Yeah. Require a different set of uh, requirements and stuff. Uh, for me, I mean, I agree with you, Zeke. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about, you know, classes being 
in the siege module, not ending up in the final game. I think exactly like you said, right? They're trying to test out abilities that they may attribute to a profession and understand how like somebody that might focus only on professions is feasible in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I thought it was a decent list overall. I think the only thing that I noticed there was some feedback in the stream about and me personally, though what's I find it kind of funny because I don't generally play stealth classes as a as a main. I noticed that that seemed missing um, from the siege mode, though I felt like attributing the Hawkeye, that grappling hook was kind of a nod in that direction on your kind of more thief assassin type of class. The one thing that I thought I'm like, how the heck are they going to either balance this and or implement it such that it's fun or useful or um, viable? And that was the kind of the homing missile ability that they gave the Hawkeye Uh, where you can actually, from a first person mode, direct it around. I mean, honestly, I thought that was a little far-fetched. I mean, it's a cool idea. Don't get me wrong. And, and, you know, maybe it's just one of those things they're iterating on to see if it's actually feasible. Well, but, I mean, they basically stole that from Fortnite, like, Fortnite rocket launchers. The yeah. homing rocket right. launcher. But to be fair, in EverQuest 2, there was a homing arrow that you could control and you could use it to, like, mess with shit. Um, yeah to me it just felt more fps than mmo i guess um and i know it's yeah i I have seen something like that in other uh games but it just didn't feel like it i don't know it it felt a little out of place to me i don't know that might be just my personal opinion i don't know what the what the folks on the stream chat think about that um but i did think um you know, as I mentioned, it would have been great just to see those key skills discussed in the visual they shared with a brief description. So hopefully we'll get some sort of documentation somewhere with the full abilities list soon for each of these class kits. Um, I mean, I decided in general, I mean, I think it was a good cross-section of abilities. I know they can't possibly put everything in there. There would be a lot of data. My only concern, I think, with the class kits is since you are going to give players an ability to choose, there may be a meta um, in the castle siege that the team might need to work with or find a way to say, look, everyone, when you queue up, you know, we're going to limit how many warrior classes, how many quote unquote DPS classes. It's like, I thought that was a little off the way they named them, but you know, the Arc Wizard and the Hawkeye were the DPS, and then you have support and kind of try to balance that so they can get good data. I think that'll be good for them to do. I don't know how they're going to balance getting that, but I think that's just something to keep in mind. And I'm hoping they they have a good way to get a good cross-section of data for all the classes they're implementing because I'm expecting that all this ability data is going to translate into the MMO in some form or another. And um, the one thing that I thought was a little weird, though, um, was how much time I think they had mentioned they might um, add in terms of adding more classes into the Siege. I think, and maybe this was me, and if I missed it, apologies, but I thought they mentioned, like, you know, in about, you know, six months, they might decide whether or not they'll add more classes to the siege i thought that just seemed a little disjointed as far as the timing and based on when they want to launch i mean i would assume earlier than six months they're gonna wanting they're gonna want to look at you know a broader section of data around classes um i would expect to see all the base classes like they had mentioned in alpha one which is i think a little sooner than six months yeah um or maybe right on six months um but yeah, I would say overall, I mean, like I said, it's a nice start. I I would like to maybe know a little bit more about how they're structuring um, getting the data um, or at least um, structuring the testing. And I think that's something Maggie has talked about. She wants yeah. testing goals. She wants to really get, you know, a good way to organize the testing, which I know we haven't had a lot of early on it since it was more just broader stability testing. But it would be nice to know you know, what type of testing goals they're going to give each of those tests with the class kits. So to know that they can get good data from, from there. You know, that timeline of like six months or whatever, uh, 
that kind of lines up with A2 when they release the secondary classes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would be testing like in the seed or in the siege mode VR and all that, like extra abilities that have, you know, they're augmented in the MMO, but in the VR, they would just, they would be separate abilities altogether just to like, you know, test those out before they make it into the powerful uh, two. Um, so I kind of think maybe that's what that uh, is all about. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I want to talk to a couple points in chat too. Um, and and I will kind of actually first of all say what. So Dead said, you know, personally he thinks a hot guy is going to be broken if they go ahead with those abilities. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to go in ahead and say uh, that's going to get stomped. I don't see that making it in. I don't see them being able to use that any more successfully than Fortnite could with the homing missile, um, because it's just one of those things. It's going to get. It's going to be too broken. I mean, you're going to have everybody jumping in there and getting on a Hawkeye just because they can sit in the corner and blow everything up from a distance if they want. Something like that, you know. Uh, then what, what Tarlock said, imagine a lot of warriors, right? You get a whole group of people that just go in there and spend a win in ground pound. Um, yeah, I'm kind of wondering if maybe it'll be, like, capped out of, like, 20 of each thing because, like, you know, 100 divided by 6 is 16 point whatever. So maybe they'll just limit every class to 20 max for everything and then just fill the rest if whoever doesn't want to be whatever can go a little bit more towards, you know, Bard or mm-hmm. uh, Bard Engineer or <laughs> whatever if they're really yeah. not trying to play a Guardian or not trying to play the Mage or whatever. So yeah. maybe they'll just limit it to 20 players of each class. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I think the, that'd be smart. Yeah, the, the other thing too is like, I, I respect, like, I think Jeffrey said, these, you know, the engineers are pre-fall class. Like, this is before the fall, before, you know, the exits and all that. This is essentially the the last, you know, the last individuals that got kicked through the amp portal. You were not allowed, you know, I, for whatever reason, right? And the, here they are back on, on Vera. Now they've got to fight out to get these, these seeds, or these keeps, so the last remaining outposts to defend themselves against these corrupt creatures, whatever however you want to sling the story. Um, but, you know, one thing is, is I feel like it's really, I think, and this is just a, an opinion of my own, I think that it would have been better to have just made a very clear separation from the names of these class kits than the ones that are in the MMORPG. Because um, I think that could cause some confusion for people and maybe, you know, people get bummed out like, oh man, but I really like the better hero. Well, then go play there. Obviously, people will do what they're going to do. Um, right. uh, but I don't know, man, you know, Steven did say that there was going to be like, uh, the lobbies essentially from, from what I understand, it sounds like it's going to be similar to like a MOBA, right? Like you go, you get in there, you can see, he said, you can see what everyone's picking. You can see what class kits they're picking to play and everything. They weren't too sure if, <clears throat> excuse me, if you were going to be able to switch those classes in the middle of a game or not, like. If you die and you resurrect or some something like that, um, I don't think that would be a good choice. Um, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, because like yeah. A, a lot of games where you have matchmaking, right? Like think about just Overwatch for example, right? Yeah, like, Overwatch pretty like yeah. the thing where you can stack the classes and stuff. Yeah, only you can stack the classes, it starts to mm-hmm. break any form of balance you can possibly have. Yeah. So that that's my thought is like don't let people get go and be like oh i'm gonna re-roll oh i'm gonna re-roll let them change their thing in the middle of it like you know if this is if if the mmorpg is a world of consequence like let's kind of carry over that philosophy i think like you know you you picked the wrong group and everything you made a bad choice you're gonna you might maybe you'll fail because you didn't you know choose to 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 have a little bit of everything or maybe not have a healer or something like that and granted Granted, this is Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. It's not the MMORPG. My thoughts are, if we're testing for the MMORPG, let's do some more testing towards that, you know, modality. Uh, that's just my thought, right? I know people are going to be like, oh, but Sim, it doesn't have to be the MMORPG. It doesn't have to be all about that. It can be its own thing. Yes, true. Yes, true. I hear you, and I agree with that, too, and that resonates for me. My thoughts are... If this is really going to be our focus to test the MMORPG and to get us to a good place with Alpha 1 coming up in the spring, uh, I think it's important to test 
systems and mechanics and party grouping systems and, and partying of uh, like different class combinations with different abilities, synergizing in a certain way. Um, you don't want the little assets to go in there and be like, let's go all warrior. And then they go in there and it's like Grimoire spam was the beginning of the BR where it's like Catfall Boots, Grimoire spam, everybody. Everybody you're coming across and you're like, dude, and then what happens, right? Same damn things that happen. People are going to be like, fuck this. I'm not testing this shit. I don't want to do this because nobody wants to get on and like just get smashed by, you know, a team full, like a team full of meteors blowing yeah. shit up, right? Like it's going to so drive I mean, people away. Give them a reason to stay right. and to be willing to test something that maybe isn't the MMORPG. But even with that being said, I think that it will still probably stand on its own two feet and be successful as its own product. Um, but this is Ashes Pathfinders, which is about the MMORPG, and this is to test for that game. And so we're going to talk about that. Um, any other thoughts about the class systems, by chance, that you guys would like to talk about? Any any particular uh, ones that maybe you want to talk about? Good, bad, the ugly? I have a couple more, but I kind of want to let you all chat if you want to chat a little bit more about it. Just maybe more of a general comment, and and again, this might be because of my lack of visibility. I think he's lack of visibility to behind the scenes, but I I felt like the only kind of major thing that stuck out in, out in my mind as something to maybe work on is how they're communicating their process around kind of their thought process around how they pick the classes, et cetera, because it still feels like we're, you know, the start of 2019, we're really focusing a lot more on experimentation and iteration than I've seen in any other MMO development this close to a launch. So that's where I'm, I don't want to say I'm concerned, but I'm still maybe not seeing the big picture here on how this all fits in. And I think that's where, again, some maybe specific testing guidance as we get into Castle Siege would be helpful. Because again, I mean, the abilities sound cool, right? And and I do agree there might be some confusion by using the same class names in Castle Sieges or part of the class list for the MMO. I just want to maybe have a little more I don't know, rails on the testing. So I know exactly what the plan is versus what I feel like is, oh, let's try this. And oh, let's try this. And and that in and of itself makes me want even more to see that roadmap to see how does this all fit together? Because again, I mean, I don't have any lack of confidence in the team's abilities or the team's passion I've seen it firsthand meeting them, but I just feel like people that haven't had the benefit of that need a little more. And I'm kind of trying to speak on their behalf in kind of those things that maybe come out to me as maybe a change management thing, right? Is that, you know, as things are changing, you need to kind of take the audience along with you. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of, you know, not to rehash, but it kind of happened with, the communication around apocalypse and what that was and what it ended up being. I kind of feel like we're getting that a bit with the classes and how they kind of laid them out again. Oh, we're experimenting to get some data on these abilities, but I don't really see a big picture. And I'm hoping, right. One of the main things, and it is kind of part of our job description is let's take what we're hearing in these streams and now put it into a cleaner big picture, right? So the broader community kind of gets it. I mean, I'll do my best to message this. I know any, everyone on this stream is going to do the same, right? All the people that have been with the community from day one will do the same, but obviously for new people coming in, it is going to feel a little out there. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, one other thing, I'm going to read some chat here, too, before I... You know what? First, I'm going to say this so I don't forget it. I notice you all are using Guardian on here. I feel like, Dayless, you know where I'm going with this. Oh, did I DC? No, you're good, man. I hear you. I see you. Oh, okay. oh. Um, 
froze for a second. Yeah. So Daedalus might know where I'm going with this whole guardian talk here. But there's this main class in Ashes of Creation called a tank. <laughs> that I feel like is really a role in a game, sort of like a healer or support or damage, you know, dealers or something. Um, guardian sounds fucking fantastic. Can we please call the tank a guardian, please? Please? It's even more in line with what a paladin archetype later is when it augments from a tank and it's called guardian protector <laughs> please please do it for me man do it for me <laughs> and everyone else too because i know i can't be the only one just gonna say that the other thing i was gonna say was i think it's cool that they're looking at really kind of testing you know armor pen uh you know uh, the use of uh you know draining or you know killing mana in different ways and resources and things like that things that really weren't that we weren't really getting any kind of variation in numbers with in Alpha Zero. And I feel like that stuff can translate over. Be my guardian, Sim. But I am, though. I'm the light's righteous crusader. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and, and Lyrian said, I am. I, I backed an MMO. That's what I want to see some more of. And that's the thing that resonates for the community. And I've said we want to see more assets and things like that. Like, this is all great and everything. But we're, our focus isn't on the right thing right now. It, it, we need to pull that back. I know, and I'm just going to say, it sounds like I'm going on and on and on about it. But I'm just trying to, I, this message got to get driven home, man. Like, put, we got to drive the, the narrative back onto this and not on the standalone product, right? Then yeah. the big majority of your community, in fact, if, if not the massive, overwhelming majority of your community is for the MMORPG. The focus has got to be there. Now, now that I've said that, I'm going to go on to one thing and I got to say some super positive things. When we talked about the live stream, um, aside from the fact that I was worried those guys were all going to die because Jeff looked sick, fucking Steven looked sick. I thought, man, he was coughing. I was like, oh, hell. Somebody get that man a lozenge, right? <laughs> I was like, get him a lozenge. Get him a damn cough drop. I was hurting... And she was like, now, boys, you guys got to not thump the table anymore, okay? You got to stop that. <laughs> but you know what was really good about that? There, Here's one thing I want people to hear. People were worried that Steven wasn't going to let go of some of the control of all these pieces he had. He, he has worn too many hats. We've talked about it a dozen times, right? That was a big concern of ours. He's clearly let that all go to her because he was letting her guide it. He was letting her run it. He wasn't. He was letting her run the, the show and, and guide it. And that to me is very important for all the people who are saying he's doing too much. He's got to do it all. Clearly, he's making a transition. This is a very positive thing. We got to see that. I think the more, more of that we get to see, the better it's going to be. Um, He's got oh, some yeah. chat, dude. I was trying to save before I BC'd for a second. Yeah. Um, I'd really like them to week to week have like an idea of, you know, what they want to do every single week. Like this week we're gonna show some concept art. Next week we're gonna do some APOC stuff. Next week we're gonna do MMO stuff. Like here's some player models, here's some lore. Like every week have a different thing to show. And if it's like that. They would like never like us as content creators would never run out of things to talk about. Right. But there's always yeah. be something new. Yeah. I mean, blog me, please. Dude, I yeah. I, just, I, yeah. I need I need right because even if it's even if it's more conceptual, I would I would I would take that. Right. Um, craft the crap out of anything they show. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my most. I mean, my most fun kind of content was really just digging into that class list for weeks i had content right and and again i don't want them to release something prematurely i think somebody said in chat something of that nature right i totally agree with that don't yeah. release something that you're gonna have to pull back on yeah totally yes, yes. yeah yeah but at least feed us something and i'm probably gonna um i i, I will not say concept art right because I already know these guys are talented. 
yeah, that's great to have as kind of window dressing, but I really want to know snippets, little things about the game. Like, you know, some of the questions that came out were really good this past stream. Keep me talking about those. The stream mm -hmm. where they talked about somehow they started talking about, you know, the sailing abilities and that whole profession path. That was a surprise. That was good. That was stuff we could theory craft about. Mm -hmm. So keep mm -hmm. those little tidbits there, even if it's just in the streams, you know, somehow, like you said, just keep some sort of content flowing to the content creators, flowing to the community, because that's going to keep people interested. And Sim, you're absolutely right. Um, keep the narrative. As much as I know APOC is helping the main MMO, I, I kind of don't want to hear as much about APOC as I do want to hear about the MMO. That's what I back. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I know the work is still going on, right? I'm Again, it's we're not going to do the hashtag fake news stuff that, you know, there's no MMO. There is an MMO. There's 100 plus people on this team. They're working on that. They want to get to a point where it's something that will be impressive. But my take on it is, balance that out balance the comms between what we're doing with apoc and the same breath you're giving me stuff about apoc give me stuff about the mmo mm -hmm. so that way i'm not left wanting yeah right yeah so something i kind of wish a little bit more people had like perspective on is um when you're building into your a1 that game needs to basically be done so like it's not just they're just putting like putting a blank map with a few things you can do on it like we've gotten with all these early access games so that's what people are used to but back before when we were doing alpha testing for older mmos the game was basically done there was just a few things they locked off because it wasn't finished like boss fights and stuff but for the most part the map is all there the NPCs are all there. Some of them might be bugged, but they're there. Like lore tidbits, like different little Easter eggs. They're all in the game. That's that's what they used to be. But now we're used to these early access titles yeah. that have given us this uh, pre. Uh, what's the word? Uh, like you're used to a certain thing all the time. But uh, yeah, you. It's just. That's become an issue, and I feel like that's the biggest reason why we're all so impatient now, is that we don't realize that this game needs to essentially be done for A1, just to yeah. leave some content locked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that people, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm like sitting here thinking about all these, all these questions and, and all the things we talked about, and, and, and to, again, to, I always try to balance the constructive criticism with the positive feedback, and some positive feedback is to all of these points that we've mentioned. I feel like Margaret's really trying to address that. She's talking about putting up more blog posts. She's talking, and this is important, by the way, she's talking about, she has a philosophy and I loved hearing this from her because I totally agree with that. I think it's really important. Tie everything back to the core, to your website, to your domain, where you, this is the home hub for information that is then distributed and it trickles down to content creators for the partnered program, whatever you call it, um, goes to the social media, et cetera. And she said she believes things need to be like on the forums on the main website. Then they go to, you know, Facebook or Twitter or wherever else. Right. And so she's really focusing on getting that, that process happening. She's looking at, you know, really getting the content creator program squared away a little bit better too. She's looking at, um, you know, as far as squared away a little better, I mean, you know, she's one step, for example, was we got an email after this uh, live stream and it was like, here's where you can find your video. Here's some of the information for you as content creators so you can work with this. Like, that was great, man, because we've been going and having to pull that shit on our own, seek it out, get it from people, pull it on our own. She's working on getting us some good assets, things like that, you know, better assets that we can use that will be better for the game when we're promoting it. Um, so that's happening. She's, uh, working on the blog posts. Uh, what other stuff is she talking about? Oh, she's talking about you even after in the live stream, she said, you know, look at our social media. There should be some like, like maybe some 3d animations for you guys to check out as, as far as like gifts or whatever that 
go up there, um, you know, in the coming week or so. So she's definitely got her head in the right place. She's definitely looking at the right thing. She's definitely in tune with the community, really trying to get, you know, her eyes on every piece that she can. And uh, communication has been stellar uh, um, on, on, on Twitter, especially just been like this, you know, retweeting things, liking things, uh, communicating things. It's constantly talking about when the servers were going up, when they were about to come down, all that stuff. Super important. Um, because so many people were like, so what's going on? When's this ending? Is it going to be next weekend? I mean, I got those questions on my live stream this weekend. Is it just every weekend now? You know what I mean? I feel like now we're giving people more reason to go into the look at the website, to look at the social media because it's active. So all of those things are vitally important. It's glad to see that she's doing that. Um, so yeah, any any final thoughts? I'm going to look at chat too, but any final thoughts? Mine's going to be give us goalposts, and if they change, I'm going to stress this from last week, give us goalposts, and if they change, update us as that goes along, communicate that. I think you're going to keep a lot of the community in a really good, comfortable place if you do that. Um, but yeah, make MMOs great again. Let's see some more MMO stuff. What about you guys? Final thoughts? I would just say, um, to reiterate, great job, Maggie. I mean, she's been in, you know, the role just about a week now. And, you know, just as you said, communication is way better. I mean, things that I didn't even think about, like this whole, I'll email you post stream. And I now think she even committed now to prior to stream. Here's what we're going to get to you. So mm -hmm. you have it ahead of time. That's fantastic. Yes. Um, and I, the fact that they're building out a community team, you know, where she can again, focus on the bigger picture activities. The day-to-day -day goes to a community manager or a set of community managers. That's awesome. So I think at the end of the day, you know, great job diving into the role, doing what needs to be done, getting feedback from everyone, organizing it, really having an impact in just a really short period of time. Happy to kind of see her um, continue with her plans because I think they're all things that we as content creators, we as community members are really wanting to see. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, we've already kind of beaten the horse about just getting some more information out there. Definitely. And I think she's got plans. She's just got to work through our list and prioritize, but um I, I just think, you know, the team has really benefited by bringing her on. And, you know, I hope she continues to build that momentum as she builds out the team. Because I think all that's going to do is improve the PR that we, um, you know, we have for Ashes of Creation. Right. And, uh, yeah, some of this chat, you guys are fucking crazy, man. Like, <laughs> Illyrian's like, he's like, Community wants double shields. That's what the community wants. Lead the crusade. I'm leading the crusade, man. <laughs> Jesus. Double symbols. Boom. Yeah, he's like, well, get at me. Um, uh, talking about some Lancer action, man, in chat, too. So, and, okay, someone's calling me daddy. It's time to go. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> so it's been, a, it's been a great episode here, talking about, you know, conquests coming up and uh, castle sieges. Um we really would like to know the date for that, but make sure when you tell us the date that we know it for sure. Um, I think that's going to really bring a lot of more, a lot of more eyes back on the project and on the MMORPG. Speaking of which we want to see more of that. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, it's been a great episode to everyone in chat. You guys have been crazy active tonight. So much love, man. Seriously, man, you crusaders and friends, you are the fucking best. Can't say it enough. It's been a pleasure having both you gentlemen on. Um, want to give you both an uh, opportunity to kind of let people know where they can find you, where your domain is at, and where you reign. We'll go uh, with our guest, Zeke, and then Daedalus, my co-host, on the way out here. Um, you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash Phoenix Nest um, and Phoenix Zeke on Twitch. Uh, it's going to be the main things I'm focusing on, especially mostly just YouTube, but I'll be streaming every single one of these tests. So mm -hmm. hit me up there. Mm -hmm. You can find me on my website at ashenherald.com, on Twitter at 
the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, which is my primary form of content creation. Just search for the Ashen Herald. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you all, I mean, you have clearly... entered the realm of the light's righteous crusader. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the crusade. It said Tarlac said, hey, thanks to all three of you. Good stream. Good episode. Thanks so much, you guys. Thank you. Uh, and and you guys know where to find me. Well, here and, and all my stuff and things, of course, you know, are listed uh, below with everybody else here. Um, this will be going up shortly to Patreon and then to on Wednesday too, which is our new schedule for this. Not Wednesday, Tuesday night. You'll see it announced on uh, Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, it'll be live on YouTube for everyone to check out. And uh, next week, same bat time, same bat channel, or Crusader time, Cru Crusader channel, right fucking here, APM Pathfinder <laughs> time and channel on the Crusaders home, right here next Monday, APM Central Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been fantastic. You're the best. Thank you so much to my guests for being here today, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Ashes Pathfinders. Have a great night. I'll catch you on stream tomorrow actually not everybody <laughs>